Be who you are and acknowledge how you feel. Because at the beginning, middle, and end of the day, real is the new real. Welcome back. I am your hostess, Shannon McGuire, and this week we're talking about connection. Connection is such a grounding force and the foundation for relationships. That's what relationships are to me, connections. And not the connections that we have on social media, which bless y'all that can do it. I can't. It's like the devil's playground. Connection and connecting is such a hot word because there's so much isolation and feeling of loneliness in people. We're going through moments of despair and chaos. And we always are as humans. It's always there. So we can see that. It's about looking for the things that bring us joy, fun, and love. Connection is a way to do that. At its root, the word connect means to bind or tie together. Think of electrical and mechanical connections. They have to be solid to function. So if you want to truly connect with another human being, you got to bring the heart. You got to get together. You got to be there, creating that connection. Recently, I've been exploring heart science around how the heart has its own brain, if you will, how the heart is a brain. It has a memory. It has intuitive wisdom. And I love it because it's been giving rise to something I've been hearing my entire life, that how we feel affects us in deeper ways and our intuition is in the heart. When I think about heart-based connections and relationships, that's the true way to do it. We hear it often. You have to be genuine. You have to be authentic. So you got people like, I have to be genuine and authentic. But they don't know what that means, perhaps because they're not living from the heart. And you can tell. Well, let me use I statements. I can tell because there's things underneath the surface and feelings. There's behaviors. There's tonality. There's all kinds of things that fire on all cylinders. I can see and say that now after many years of going, you know, I just know I don't understand. And that goes back to the heart and intuition. When we walk with open hearts, it is vulnerable and it is scary because we're fearing rejection and we don't want to feel the pain and the loss of grief. But connection and being human is so where it's at. Committing to comprehending one another is key. Feel good connecting with others is how I frame relationships. And in a time where we're so connected by way of technology, I find it fascinating that we're so disconnected, divided, lonely, sad, depressed, unhappy, joy depleted. The overstimulation, maybe it's from the connections on social media. Maybe it's the connection to celebrity life and whatnot. Maybe it's the disconnection from self. Connection is vital for me as a mom because the relationships around me, albeit sometimes overwhelmingly so, are born from my feelings. And part of the heart science that I've been learning about talks about the energetic field that the heart produces. The heart literally broadcasts energy out within like three feet around us. People can pick up on that and feel that. You ever walk into a room and you're like, okay, something is odd in here, feeling something. You ever meet someone and you're like, oh my gosh, yes. Those are the heart wisdoms that are coming through. I walk with my mom heart a lot, which means truth, trust, and openness. And it's gotten me into some shitty places. <laughs> Mostly back when I wasn't practicing that heart-based openness with logical neocortex executive function, albeit I didn't have it then because <laughs> it doesn't form until 25 to 30. But the practice of critical thinking combined with heart-based openness is so important in connections and relationships. If we can't be vulnerable with the people we love, then who can we be vulnerable with? If we're not telling ourselves the truth, then how are we going to make that connection to other people? In an age of division, how do we create connection? Feel good about being yourself. Stop worrying about other people and the connection needing to be what you need it to be in terms of them being a way that you want them to be. Set simply, be you, they're them, 
and then you find that common shared value and desire to connect. We meet people all the time, and it's do we want to stay connected to them? And when I think of connection, I think of friends. I think of what does it mean to have friends? You remember when social media started out, and I think people had friends, and then it went to likes? So it went from how many friends do you have to how many likes. And I don't know if one is better than the other because I can see the down and sometimes up in either. But I think people are craving connection because they want real friends. I think there's so much surface dwelling where people are like, how are you fine? How are you fine? Mm." Sometimes our connections are so fleeting and on the surface that they don't have the depth that we need. Underneath that surface of I'm fine is so much. Underneath the surface of I'm not fine is so much. Who can you bring your joy to? Who can you bring your pain to? Those connections are vitally important. The psychological challenges that we're facing is because our minds have taken on so much, probably more than any other time in humanity. Before the pandemic, about a billion people in the world had signs of anxiety and depression and mental well-being challenges. That's increased by 20 to 35 percent. Now, if we just stop and really think about what we're saying... Most people that have navigated the past three years have went through so much shit. It's severed connection. Y'all remember in 2020? I remember peaking and (laughs) using that as a time to finally say, you know what? Maybe I need to do social media because I don't see people as much as I did anymore. Man, I went on. That shit was toxic. I got off with the quickness. I was like, this is what you see? Whoa. Is this really who people are? And I'm like, these are the victimhood dwellers. Social media is like the victimhood persona through and through. (laughs) Fear, anger, disgust, sadness, and schadenfreude reign supreme, especially that schadenfreude. Connection is missing. People are looking, I think, truly for friends and a deeper connection to express themselves, their fears, their joys, and all the things in between. Connection in a world where we're so disconnected and yet connected is challenging. Think about it. We can unlock a phone and we can surf the internet and find facts, maybe. We can find all sorts of information that answer questions that we have, albeit in so many different ways because there's so many different perspectives and so many different sources. So what do you trust? The ultimate connection, in my view, is to us and source. Individually, what is the source we come from? What source are we returning to? That's how I take connection at its most bare, I know I came from two parents who came from two parents and two parents and so forth. Sperm and egg, meat collide, boom, you got a human. Once I determined where I came from and what that connection to my existence was, it got much more simple to navigate life. Now, I mean, it was easy. It still required effort, but it was simple to understand and comprehend because I had done the exploration within self and consideration to think, what do I believe about where I come from? Where do I come from? I know there's a genealogy tied to this, and I have parents who have parents and so forth. But then there's also this geographic piece of where did I originate from and where did they originate from? And above that, there's this genesis perspective in terms of true origin of source. What source do I come from? What source am I returning to? Connection starts with those foundational fundamental questions. More than the question, it's the answer. Taking the time to really answer it truthfully, openly. That's where connection is born from. It's filtered through our story and our values and who we are, how we build our relationships is really rooted in what story we believe about our existence and who we are and where we return to. It is so vital and so important. Connection is the bedrock of relationships. It is the air that it breathes, the water that it drinks. Connection and being connected is more than how many people you know. It's how many genuine relationships you built, what you're powered up with, the people. Are they recharging you? Are they there? Are you recharging them? Are you there? 
Connection when done right is so beautiful. And what I mean by right, I mean true. I also think about connection and how connected we are to the screen, whether it's television, whether it's our cell phones. I think I came across a stat that said people spend on average four hours a day on their phone, which equated to 60 days per year just on the phone. Can you imagine just sitting there 60 days straight on a phone? Yeah, I know. It's like mobile computer. It's our camera. It's our wallet. It is all things. But in some ways, it's also a potential connection that drains us because we're so head-led and we're not heart-led. And because we can be so head-led that we want to fill our minds with more information, information about things that just don't really matter. I've seen and heard so many cases of people waiting until it was too late, not just life and death in terms of exiting this world, but whether it's relationships or jobs. There's been this, oh man, I squandered my time. And maybe because there wasn't real connection. That's been interesting as I think through the lens of grief because there's a loss that comes along. And sometimes that grief isn't necessarily for the other person being gone or the thing like the job ending. It really is the grief for self trapped in there. There's a grieving that happens for ourselves. Some people talk about the inner child and all those things. And I think it's so important. I think it's not just this inner, but just who we are and what we've evolved from being children. And our first seven years are so pivotal in our subconscious development. So the things we're exposed to are going to drive what we believe. And dipping into grief for a bit, it's because we lost a connection. And sometimes when people go through it and really think about it, they're like, did that connection even serve me? That's the truth we need to get to. True connection opens up space and invitation for us to feel good about being ourselves. You ever have someone in your life that just accepts you unconditionally? It feels so good to be accepted unconditionally. And I think it's because of out of unconditional love where we create it. And not just like from the parent thing and conception, because I put my fingers in my ear. I don't like think about that. But our creation, our co-creation, we exist and we can contemplate we exist. That's magic. We have so much power. We get to decide. That's ultimate freedom. You get to believe whatever you want. You have the power, which is the ability to make decisions for yourself and sometimes others. So when you think of those others, who do you want to connect with? Not necessarily to make decisions for them, but the people that you want in your life. At one point in my life, I stopped and questioned every single relationship down to the kids and the husband. You know what I mean? The parents. (laughs) And I questioned it to say, is it recharging or is it draining and why? And instead of looking at them to change, I looked within and said, there's something in me. There's something in me that needs to be looked at and considered. It's not about fixed or repaired. It's not blame or shame or fault. It was exploration. It was spelunking, going into spaces within my heart and my innermost cave to really think through the connections that mattered. And when I came out on the other side, it was so beautiful because I let go of the people and the things that just didn't have the joy and the good. I will navigate hard shit. I'm a loyal person. Like, you call, I'll be there. I might be late and I might be scrambling in, but I will be there. (laughs) Connection and having people in our lives that fill us, lift us, serve as champions is so vital. I'm grateful and thankful to have so many connections in my life for people that cheer me on, people that believe in me, invest their energy, their time in me. And I just always try to say thank you. Because I never know when this breath will be my last. And it's not those things that scare me and drive me with, oh my gosh. It's more like, yeah, let's get through it. Let's go through the day. Let's navigate this. Let's have some fun. Who ready to have some fun and some joy? Are you ready to tackle some truth? That's what connection with me is like. And the people that I don't connect with, it's okay. That's fine. We just don't mesh. 
Maybe our vibratory levels are different. I can be a bit much. (laughs) So connection. Think about what that means for you. Where in your life can you make a little more connection? Where in your life do you need some disconnection? What matters to you and what's so important? What's vital? What do you want to pass on? What's your purpose? What are you here to do? Who do you want to connect with and why? Who can you share your joy with? Who can you share your fear with? Who can you just be you with? How might you reconnect with yourself? Where and how can you best reconnect with your source and what you believe about the source that you come from and maybe even the source you were returned to? Be who you are and acknowledge how you feel. Because at the beginning, middle, and end of the day, real is the new real. If you've enjoyed these nuggets of mom wisdom, I recommend that you go over to suprememoms.com and find more ways to recharge.